Hey, I'm Jesse. Let's have a devotion. Jesus healed Peter's mother-in-law, but Peter followed Jesus anyway. <laughs> Here's Matthew chapter 8, verse 14. Jesus went into Peter's house and saw his mother-in-law lying in bed with a fever. So he touched her hand and the fever left her. Then she got up and began to serve him. When evening came, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed. He drove out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick, so that what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled. He himself took our weaknesses and carried our diseases. This final, uh, or this 53rd chapter of Isaiah is sometimes called like a proto-gospel. It's almost like the, the pre-gospel because it's so clearly about Jesus. It's so obviously about Jesus uh, that it makes no sense any other way. I once led uh, an Orthodox Jew to Christ who said, the prophet Isaiah finally makes sense to me. And it's awkward when you're a Jew and you read Isaiah and you can tell it's about Jesus, but you're doing everything you can to avoid acknowledging that. Isaiah 53 is very, very clear. And here it is actually referenced in Matthew chapter 8. You're going to see this as our very next study is going to be Isaiah. So prepare to come back to this miraculous healing, even a healing of a mother-in-law by Jesus. He himself took our weaknesses and carried our diseases. Um, when I look at the healings of Jesus's healing ministry, uh, the methods are unique in each case. There's the centurion who approaches Jesus and, and you know, we just studied his story where he, he tells him, look, I, my servant is sick, but if you just say the word, he can be healed. It's amazing because that's, that's a man who was healed by the faith of someone else. Okay, the centurion is the one who had faith. Meanwhile, imagine what it was like back at the centurion's house. Like the servant is on his deathbed and suddenly he gets up and he's ready to rock and roll. Imagine what that was like for everybody else. Whoa, what just happened? Right? Now, we see blind men approach Jesus. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on us. They call him the son of David, and Jesus heals him. We see another blind man who Jesus smears mud on his eyes. He spits in the dirt and smears mud on his face and tells him to go wash up. We see a woman who is, suffers from internal bleeding, and she reaches up and she just touches the hem of his garment, and she's healed. But in this particular miracle, Jesus just saw her. She didn't say anything. And Peter didn't ask Jesus to do this. It's not like the Roman centurion asking Jesus by faith to say the word. And it's not like the blind men running up to Jesus, Jesus, son of David. It's not even like the woman who touched the hem of his garden. Says, if, I, if, I can just get if I can just touch him, if I can just get close to Jesus. She was just lying there in her infirmity. And Jesus touched her hand. See verse 14? Jesus went into Peter's house and he saw his mother-in-law lying in bed with a fever. Jesus just observed her sickness. So, meaning, because she's sick and he's able to heal, he touched her hand and the fever left her. It's beautiful. And then what is, what is the very next result? What's the immediate, immediate action that follows? Then she got up and began to serve him. I think this is incredible. Um, I think this is a picture of what salvation is like for a lot of us. Um, if you're... If you're one of those who your salvation story came 
not through what you would describe as careful investigation or the gradual brick by brick dismantling of the wall around your heart in a journey wherein, you know, the Holy Spirit was drawing upon you. And as a result, you just kind of inched, inched, inched towards God. If your testimony is more like this, you know, like I was, uh, I was, I was hateful toward people and toward God. And then one night looking up at the stars in the sky, bam, I just knew Jesus was Lord. And then I was filled with the Holy Spirit and radically changed. I know if, uh, this particularly uh, involves people who have testimonies where they were freed from addiction upon salvation. Uh, I know of more than one man who's currently in ministry who describes it like, I mean, one of them was on the roof, high out of his mind, and he prayed to God about his sin and then immediately was sober and has been ever since. He's been serving in the church. Another guy woke up floating face up in a river after a night-long bender on drugs and alcohol and then immediately just knew Jesus was Lord. And he got up and walked back into town barefoot and he's been a pastor ever since. You're just sitting there in your infirmity and then God, Jesus just touched you. And then you immediately got up and started serving him. In my experience, those guys, they're all Calvinists, <laughs> every one of them, because that's their experience. They just experience salvation the way that Calvinists articulate salvation, right? That's exactly their experience, so that's exactly their soteriology. That's, that's similar to what happens here with Peter's mother-in-law. Nobody asked Jesus to do this. She didn't ask Jesus to do this. She made no gesture to try to attempt for this to happen, but she started serving right away. I believe that's beautiful. I believe that's a microcosm of all of our testimonies. We've been touched by Jesus, and so we serve, right? We serve in the church. We serve Jesus by serving in the church. We give financially, we give Him our time and our talents and our resources. And then when evening came, it, the party doesn't stop, stop there. Yeah, that's right. Demon possession is a real thing. And Jesus, with just a word, drove out the evil spirits. And He just instantly was able to heal everyone who was sick. Don't try this at home, kids. Demons are not scared of you. Only Jesus has the authority to just command them all to go away. He would lend such an authority to his disciples who temporarily became apostles. See more on that in our study of Matthew here. But Jesus is the one who exercised that authority. They knew who he was. When they saw him, they were terrified. At one point, a demon even asks him, have you come to torment us before the appointed time? Like they even know that their day of destruction is coming. Jesus had the authority to cast out demons. He had the power to heal everybody who was sick. And they didn't even have to ask him. Just ask Peter's mother-in-law. It's a beautiful testimony, and all of it was prophesied in Isaiah chapter 53. That's seven to 800 years before this happened. That means that text sat there not making sense to Jewish believers until this moment. That moment was quite beautiful and miraculous. If you have been touched by Jesus, get up and start serving him 